0: Today on The Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. All right. The Ontario Energy Minister is uh, is asking Ontario utility companies to stop winter hydro uh, disconnections. Uh, hydro One has already done this. Uh, they don't uh, do this any longer. Um, this just seems absolutely bizarre to me in the sense that, um, yeah, of, of course, they shouldn't be disconnecting people in the middle of winter. But, again... Th- this doesn't solve the problem of high utility rates and the fact that no one can afford them. Uh, Parker Gallant is with us, Vice President of Wind Concerns Ontario. He is with us now. Hello, Parker. How are you today?
1: I'm good, Scott. And you?
0: Good. Uh, thanks for joining us again. Your thoughts on this? I mean, this drives me nuts. Is this just not smoke and more smoke and mirrors?
1: Oh, it is. And, and of course, those uh, uh, local distribu- distribution companies that will be, you know, uh, not cutting people off or disconnecting will will have to face uh some basically allowance for you know the bad debts so they're going to have to write a lot of that money off and or or they're going to have to go in and get higher rates for distribution so they can recover it from the rest of us so I mean this is just kind of you know moving the money around if you will and taking more out of the people that are still paying their bills I mean it's just you know madness as far as I'm concerned and of course i we talked about the Ontario Electricity Support Program, which is, you know, uh, within uh, that the energy sector, and the rest of us that are paying our bills are picking up the cost of that, and that's something like two hundred million dollars a year. So, you know, last year there was, I think, uh, if memory serves me right, there was about one hundred and seventy-six million bucks outstanding that was in arrears at the end of 2015. Uh, you know, the numbers for 2016 won't be out for a long time. Uh, but that's sort of an indication that if it's $176 million bucks, that's another $176 million that's going to be written off that we're going to the rest of us are going to have to chip in and pay for it.
0: Hmm. Uh, the energy minister uh, acknowledged that uh, the government had done, a, quote, a very poor job of communicating the reasons behind the rise in, on- in hydro rates and on programs for low-income families to get
1: assistance. Do you buy that? No. <laughs> they have it's been pretty obvious what the reasons are. And I think a they, lot they've
0: done a very poor job of communicating. They're doing their very best to hide the damn reasons. Like yes, they, exactly. they, they won't even explain the global adjustment yet. You know, they're say, like, how can they sit there and, you know, again, they're starting to sound like Trump. They're they're talking out of both sides of their mouth.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. They're, they're, you know, throwing out alternate facts, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, ridiculous what they've done with the, uh, the sector. I mean, uh, you know, they're, we're spilling, spilling hydro. We're, you know, uh, curtailing wind. We're paying for all that in our energy bills. I mean, that's all adding up to hundreds of millions of dollars every year. And you know, they got to collect it from somebody, so they raise the rates. And you know, they're driving more people into energy poverty as they raise those rates. Uh, uh, they haven't figured it out, though.
0: Uh, Hopefully, we're going to have him, uh, Glenn Tebow, on the air uh, by the end of the show at about 2.30. And and I'm going to ask him, uh, you know, a very poor job of communicating the reasons behind rates, does this sound like they will explain the global adjustment and tell everybody where it all goes?
1: Uh, You know, my view is that if they try to explain that global adjustment, they uh, The bills we'll be getting in the mail will be four or five pages long. Yeah. And they won't do an adequate job of, of telling us, as an example, we pay for MET stations that are up beside the wind turbine developments. You know, why are why are we paying, you know, for the MET stations that measure whether or not those wind companies are producing wind or not because they have to pay them when they're curtailed? Crazy. It really, uh, I mean everything that they've done so far has done nothing but cloud the issue. We probably have the most complex uh, electricity system in the world.
0: Uh, And he goes on to say that. He says, quote, people don't understand it. Not only are the bills confusing, so is the system. Yep. So, again, you know, uh, what's the solution?
1: Well, you know, I think a lot of people have made very sound recommendations to them. Uh, I was just reading uh, a couple of days ago, I read the Ontario Society of Professional Engineers did a submission as to what they think should be done. And one of the things they're recommending right away is that we cannot absorb any more solar or wind uh, generation yeah. into Ontario's electricity system. It's it's jeopardizing the system. It's raising the costs, uh, all of those things. So, and everybody else has told them the same thing. They've got to cancel whatever contracts they can cancel right away to stop the growth in the pricing, and they've got to stop spending money. As an example, on you know conservation, that's four hundred million dollars a year. They they throw at conservation. Maybe they need to look at the pricing of the time of use. You know, they've got to adjust that. So maybe we should be consuming more instead of trying to conserve, and that that way we'd absorb some of those costs that were just. You know, basically paying for now, but getting no value from Want to hear more?
0: Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.